Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. This week we're talking about Kim Possible, So the Drama. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host, Arzu. Hello. And we have two special guests. Tori. Hey, Tori. Lovely to be here. Thanks for being on. And Katrina. Oh my gosh, hi. And it's super exciting because Katrina's new podcast has already, well, wait, let me try this again. Because it's going to be, by the time this is on, your podcast is going to be already out. Oh, sick. (laughs) So yeah. So by the time this is out, Katrina's podcast on the Geeky Waffle Network will be out. Hey. How exciting. Yeah. Can't wait. It's going to be, it's just a, a rumble every show. Yes. And of course, it's about Star Wars. Yes, it is. Am I allowed to like talk about it? I don't, Go for it. I, do it. Oh, do it. Oh, hi. Throw okay, the heck great. out of I'm it. dying to know. <laughs> Here at the Geeky Waffle, I am hosting an all new show called The Fight Club Far, Far Away, which is about the best and most iconic Star Wars showdowns and how they came to be. So please do tune in because I do believe my first episode happens to have Candace in it. Candace. There's synergy everywhere. That. Everywhere. The- the link will be in the show notes. And this actually works out really well because Kim Possible is an action show and yeah. there's a lot of fighting about it, right? A lot of fighting, especially for this animation team. I was really surprised with the amount of action. So super exciting. Yeah. Okay. So this is a DCOM, a Disney Channel original movie. Mm-hmm. It was released oh, yeah. April 8th, 2005. It was intended to be the series finale but Disney Channel renewed it for a fourth season <gasps> Whoa. because fans all around the world wrote in and been like, we want more Kim Possible. And was I one of those fans as a child? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I got stamps. I was a teenager. Let me not lie. I wasn't a child. I was a teenager. But I got stamps. I wanted more Kim Possible because like, this started when I was like, middle school like and it was on like when i was in high school mm-hmm. and i just like i love the girl power esque of it growing up so yeah, yeah. arzu I mean, had yes. never actually seen i can't possible i had <laughs> not this was my first deliberate that. viewing of kim possible like other than an episode somebody else was watching that i happened to be in the room for do you feel inspired to um watch the rest of it now I might. <laughs> okay. So, Kim Possible is pretty much, the like we said, the series finale, but it's not actually the series finale. Mm-hmm. It's the end of their junior year, and Kim and Ron are like, there's prom, and mm-hmm. Draken, the evil mastermind, who is like Kim's main nemesis, has this ultimate plan, and for the first time ever, his plan seems like it's gonna work. <laughs> and Lo and behold, Kim is like, I need a date for prom because Bonnie, the mean girl who's always mean to everyone, is Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're going to end up going with your best friend, Ron, and that's lame. So Kim meets Eric, Mm -hmm. (laughs) played by Phil the Future. They're all played. It's so funny to hear their voices and be like, I forgot, like, Raven was Monique. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Yeah, Raven, yeah. Simone's Monique, and then Kristen Storm is um, Bonnie. Bonnie, yeah. Xenon. And, like, Nicole Sullivan is Shigo. Yes. yes. Oh, I love Nicole uh, Sullivan. She was Joan of Arc in Clone High, and it is the most memorable performance uh, of her voice for me. 
Oh, for me, it's also Buzz Lightyear, Maranova, because I love it as a kid. <laughs> Another kick-ass princess. I feel like Maranova and Shigo were my childhood crushes, so that okay. Same. We actually checks out. Yes. Katrina, our fictional crushes. Oh, no, yeah. our bad boy episode. Did a, I mention Shigo? Yes, you did. I did. You did. <laughs> Yeah, no, Shigo was like a staple for like any young sapphic. So, oh, okay, yeah, we're gonna get into the relationships in this show, and there's oh, yeah. there might be tears from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Also, yeah, there there will be tears. Okay, so I unabashedly love this. I own this on DVD. I remember going to the store and buying. I think I do as well, actually. Thank you. Tori's a Kim Possible fan too, so is Katrina. Oh, I was yes. I had a whole room. I, I don't remember like all of it, but I remember at one point when I was a kid, I, my whole room was Kim Possible and I had a pillow that had like a pocket sewn into it oh. and you put Rufus in it. Like it was like a little Rufus oh. stuff animal. Oh yeah. That is Big KP so fan. <laughs> I, I didn't know that this was an audio podcast, so I did, in fact, show up in a – and I'm not even kidding. I have a long-sleeve black top and some, like, green sweats on I'm right wearing, now. Take photos! I'm I wearing, was, like, <laughs> a green one like her. I'm wearing, like, her, her like, everyday green. Yes, perfect. Oh, that my makes gosh. makes me so yes. happy. Oh, my gosh. Please take I, photos. Yeah, I, I I totally will. Uh, I, I I love Kim Possible. Like it was it was one. I I was like I'm a little bit older than you guys, but like I was at the tail end of my oh decoms not that cool. But I had already been watching Kim Possible for like several years, and uh, and I was about to go into my stupid annoying you know older teen phase where I thought I was cooler than anything. I was not, and this was the one thing that like kept me on Disney channel. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm super grown up now, blah, blah, blah. In like five years, this isn't going to matter. And I'm going to be a child again. But for now, this is my mentality and Kim Possible completely ruined like me trying to be cool. I was on, on it when this movie came out and I like sat down and watched it. So. Yeah. Like I was in high school when this came out, but Mm -hmm. like a lot of like people like, kind of like didn't consider this as like Disney Channel as kiddish because like yeah. again because it started like when we were younger and also like this was very teen base like mm-hmm. I know like a lot of the the Disney Channel shows are very like 10 year olds are like living in a hotel and <laughs> at that time yeah I wonder <laughs> what you're talking about <laughs> there are so many to choose from <laughs> yeah exactly like this was and I feel I feel like in a way like especially when it comes to like Kim and like the age I was at the time like I think we we kind of like aged with her in yes. that sense like oh, oh, she, yeah. she actually oh, yeah. had like every year was a different year of her schooling so like <laughs> she did get older um and and I think that that's what just like lined it up perfectly because it was like you know she's my age sort of yeah she could like kick ass saving the world constantly but still like face the same challenges we had in high school mm-hmm. and middle school and i feel like it had a lot of like humor to it too like i rewatch okay so let me just give you a little down low we did the <laughs> stitch in time and mm-hmm. because that came out on dvd too mm-hmm. and right after that i just rewatched the whole series and did i laugh and chuckle a few times yes i did it holds up. It's it's just so good. I'm inspired to rewatch. I've been. I feel like I've been rewatching all of my favorites. Like I finished Hannah Montana. <laughs> Judge me if you will. Um, <laughs> but wow, I'm inspired. I'm gonna go back now and watch it all. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to bandwagon it and just, like, watch the whole thing all over again. Because it was just, like, it was nice to just kind of, like, pick up these characters again, you know, and, and just have a little adventure with them. Yeah, they're yeah. so memorable from, mm-hmm. like, I love the villains. The villains really also make the show. They're so they're, like, great. They're, mm-hmm. like, Batman's rogue gallery, but even, like, sillier. Like, they're kite man level. It's like, yeah. Fugal Luker, that was my favorite one. <laughs> Who, like, worked at Smarty Mart, which is, like, the equivalent <laughs> <Yeah>. Walmart. <laughs> Frugal lucre. Instead of, like, a, a, a pool of sharks or piranhas, he had, like, a kiddie pool of snapping turtles. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So good. That's amazing. I forgot about that. I also want to say that after watching this, um, I had the, and I know it's not in this movie, but I had that naked mole wrap in my head for, like, the rest of the day. Oh, yes. God. If you watch I, the episode, it will get in your head. Iconic there. song. Iconic. Mm-hmm. It was that and like the Pokemon rap. And those were like <laughs> the two songs on repeat in my head. Okay. I guess. Okay. So the whole premise is Draken takes over Brano Nacho, which I really want to not go now. Mm-hmm. And he puts in every kid's like kitty meal, a little Diablo. This actually was going to be called. The Day of the Diablos, which I don't think would have worked very well. Disney shut that down very fast. (laughs) So Ron is having like a mental breakdown (laughs) because Tim's dating this guy he doesn't like. And his favorite fast food place is like catering to children now. The center will not hold. Whatever he says, or maybe that's another episode. When he when he gets angry at the place, that's just how I felt when Taco Bell got rid of all the potato um, offerings. Like I really, I was sitting there, I was like, this is definitely I can relate to this. I loved his frustration. It's just like I feel like we've all been there, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Our favorite thing has been taken away, and now it's like, why? Nothing else matters in this moment while I'm upset. Yeah, and then it feels like everything's changing too, mm-hmm. and then you're just losing, losing, losing everything he's ever loved. Yeah, guys, who said everything I've ever loved is <laughs> gone. It's <laughs> just, it's just so good. The animation, the voice acting, it's just the writing. It's hilarious. I, I can't. I loved watching it because, like, as each character gets introduced, like there was this little feeling of like hype deep inside my heart. Like, like that first, the opening sequence where, like, they're trying to pull the heist and, like, Shigo pops up on screen. It's like, oh, Shigo! Ah! And I can, like, imagine, like, a theater. <laughs> if this were, like, a large Marvel movie, that would be, like, the moment where people go, yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I found out they actually consider making this, like, a feature-length movie film, except Disney released Teacher's Pet which is based on a TV series, and that did not do well at the box office. So they were like, no, this is going to be a DCOM. Oh, I feel upsetting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I feel like this could have been better. I knew what Impossible was going into this. I don't know what Teacher's Pet is. So I feel like... I barely know. I think I know what you're talking about, but... I feel Mm -mm. like this would have done better. 100% it would have. 100%. Like merchandising wise, like I feel like oh, like yeah. Tori had a whole bedroom of Kim Possible. There I was did. It's not. It's Kim not Possible one. merch everywhere <laughs> in the early two thousands. So, like I had the video game. I forget what it was about. Oh, it was on my PlayStation Two. I used to play all the Disney Channel like games for hours on the computer. <laughs> too, they had a bunch of mm-hmm. Kim Possible. Okay, so 
Ron comes to a realization. God, I, I don't want to go to this because I feel like... <laughs> you can't see it, but I just sat forward in my chair. I'm ready. Oh, no. <laughs> oh okay. Here goes my childhood, y'all. Here I can goes feel the vibe. my childhood. Okay. So, Ron realizes, like, he's in love with Kim. Mm-hmm. Which I will say, at the time of watching the series, it didn't. I'm um, watching this movie. It didn't feel like it came out of nowhere, but it felt like it wasn't supported enough because mm-hmm. a lot of episodes in season three were not released before this, including like Overdue Rochi, um, Rap and Draken, Team Impossible, Gorilla Fist, Fist especially, because Gorilla Fist is when like Cam goes all gelling mm. about Yori. Who has a crush on Ron. So like those episodes were needed to get to this movie. But you know Disney Channel's like no we're saving them. <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean if we're. If you guys are ready to just like jump yeah. into that a little bit. Um, Let's do I it. Fe- I feel like. <laughs> it. W- look okay. So I feel like Ron's objective. Switching from like. In this movie alone. Like, switching from, like, oh, my God, the taco place to, oh, my God, Kim's dating another guy. That was what felt unnatural to me. It wasn't necessarily that Ron liked Kim because it's, like, sure, whatever. Like, they've been friends since childhood. They're really good. I like them better as friends, but whatever. Like, feelings happen. Like, that's natural. But it was just that, I think, that transition with his, like, primary goals that that threw me off and made it less, I don't know. It feels like it didn't it, – I didn't get that, like, orchestral moment I was hoping for. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it feels, it feels – with that in mind, it feels more like he's more afraid that everything is changing and less yeah. afraid that Kim is with somebody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would just like to add, my dog, Mr. Bucky J. Burks, came into the closet to check on me because he knew I was in distress. <laughs> so oh, – Good boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, if you have the episodes from season three, especially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense. Like, there's something called, like, emotional, emotion sickness or something like that, which is when Shigo and Kim both get, like, these little, like, chips accidentally on them, and it controls their emotion, and Kim gets her stuck to being, like, in love. Mm. So it just it amplifies emotions that are already there. Mm-hmm. Which they didn't really explore that part. And also it's really scary that like this scientist created a chip that just like makes your emotions go crazy. <laughs> they don't really go into that either. Like that's, that's <laughs> an ethics thing. Anyway, so it makes her like feel in love and it makes her act on things. Like if she's angry about something, she's really angry about it. If she's sad about something, like losing her communicator, she's mm-hmm. sad about it. So there's a hit already there like Kim is in love with Ron then. Yeah. So also, so like Kim kisses Ron and they're like, oh, let's go dating. But like while they're dating and she's still like in love with him, with the community, with the chip, he's like, I have to break up with you because it's just like he wasn't willing to risk the friendship. Right. But he admits he does like her. Okay. That way. But first of all, childhood friends to lovers is extremely boring. Because okay. all he tells me is that you no talk to people. No, because you talk to one person when you were three and then talk to nobody else. That's okay, what you think four. They were four. Whatever. Oh my okay, god. Okay, first of all. Second of all, their chemistry in this movie was so awkward. She has 
way more chemistry with Shigo, honestly. So okay, that's yes. just yes. Again, but again, Shigo fight was in so the club. Off. It was so off that when they kissed on each at the other. End, I expected them to break apart and be like, ew, let's not do that again. Like as a joke, that's what okay. I thought was gonna happen. And then you texted me. Honestly, that was even a pretty great ending. Darcy <laughs> texted me and was like, I've been bamboozled. Okay, because all you told me is that Kim spends season four with a boyfriend. And I'm like, what an original concept for a Disney show to have a girl with a male best friend. And then she just sustains a boyfriend through the fourth season. And she still has her male best friend. What an original novel concept. But no, she settles wow. for the creepy guy who couldn't deal with the fact that she was talking to another boy. She doesn't like, settle. She Okay, no, 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 no. Not creepy. Maybe that was the wrong word. You lost me there. Okay, Possessive. Okay, okay. Possessive. Oh, so the okay, drama that's not, that's, indeed. You're not wrong on that. Not creepy. I'm sorry. That was the wrong word. I'm going to adjust and say possessive, mm-hmm. which is still not okay. No, but it's he's not. <laughs> but he's not usually that way. He's having a mental breakdown. What? So he's only like that when he feels that suddenly Kim realized that he's not the only boy in the world. No, because she's dated plenty of guys before that, and he's helped her out with that. Yeah, but this is prom. It's big. It's serious. No, but like, there's like other things too. She's locked him in a closet when she went out on a date with Josh Mankey. And he was the fact that she had to lock him in a closet. No, it was by accident. It was you by have accident. to give that context. Yeah. It was by accident. I was like, this is not proving your point. And then, oh my god! He helped her out when she went on a date. She like, but imagine sustaining that energy into the fourth season. Like, no show does that. That would have been so good. No, because I, that's I agree what, with that statement. That's what Disney Channel shows all do. Like, know, the, that's like the guy I, I and went, girl best friend always fall in love. Like Liz and Gordo yeah, and Liz and McGuire. But I went in thinking that this was going to be different <laughs> because you led me to believe that I it would did be not. Different. I how you said a boyfriend. Ron Stoffel was a main character. You didn't say his name. I didn't know how many characters you knew. You could have started with that, and then if I didn't know, then explain it. I assumed you knew at least that part. I didn't know if you knew like the characters. I just said she had a boyfriend, and it was nice that in this series four, in season four, they did not break up at all. They had some issues, but they like didn't like do that stupid thing that I hate in all TV shows. Like I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls right now, and I can't wait for. Luke and Lorelai to get together, but I know they're going to break up because that's drama instead of creating drama with them being married or having kids or something like that. Mm. But okay, that's, I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> how I don't like season seven of Gilmore Girls. See, my the the original read when it came to like Ron and and the magnitude of his reaction to this was also like to me it was my sign that her something. And not necessarily saying I, I'm seeing this from Ron's point of view, but like something was off about her boyfriend from the beginning. And I don't think Ron even knew like, oh, he's secretly evil. But like the way that people reacted around him and the way he spoke also tipped me off to it. So I guess Ron like magnifying his emotions, maybe like were, it was supposed to be part of that like story point. But at the same time, it kind of just came off of it as him like, I don't know. It just feels very abrupt. And again, yeah. maybe it's just the se- like you, know, you got to watch the series. You have to watch those episodes. But like, like the shift and the change again in his like objectives and goals in this movie was just like it's like you hit a bump in the middle of like a parking lot, but you were speeding. I also don't like the fact like oh she loses the guy that she was interested in, and then she goes for like the next guy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she that, literally yeah, goes from true. going on prom with it to Eric. To going back to prom after she saves the world with 
Ron. She said all. Let me tell you my prom story because (laughs) this 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 particular comment totally reminds me of that. Like, okay, so my best friend, when we were going to prom, he like broke his leg uh, during like a skateboarding accident. Um, and because he couldn't dance, his girlfriend broke up with him at prom. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. We were, we were children. So, like, so naturally I was like, well, f*** it. Let's dance. Like, let's have prom together and stuff. And we – and nothing happened. Like, we just had a nice night. I was there with my best friend. And that's life. He was dealing with heartbreak. So, like, naturally it would be – like, in a way it's like, I want to be the person here for you because – like, like if you move on to someone immediately, you're probably going to end up sad anyway. So, like, let's just have a nice platonic night. And that's kind of how I felt. I, I thought things were going to go with Kim and Ron because it's like, wow, this big event just happened. And that guy totally just melted into goo <laughs> that you were trying to date. <laughs> but, but no, let's totally kiss. Like, I mean, that happened, like, what, 15 minutes ago? But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay counter for this not to disagree with you because I think if I was actually in that position I probably would do much of the same like what you're saying like platonic night out but I always watch these movies and like action-packed things and I always think about how like if I had near-death experiences like would I make out with the closest person available like maybe like in the heat of the moment no probably but not my childhood best (laughs) friend like, maybe if I knew I was about to die, but if I had already survived, I don't I guess, know. I don't know. Okay. I don't think I really would, but I'm just saying, like, I've never experienced these things. I've never saved the world before. Maybe you're on this, like, saving the world high. I don't know. I think the, to sort of to Katrina's point, I think part of what weakens this arc for Ron is that it's not that he is sensing there's something wrong with her boyfriend, which mm. would have been really cool. Like, there's something wrong and nobody's listening to him because he's, yeah. I'm guessing, always at an 11 like this. But... <laughs> Like, like, you know, yes. nobody's taking him seriously. But then in the periphery, people are like telling Kim, it's like, well, you're dating this guy, but what about Ron? And you guys have always been friends. And like, what about Ron? What about Ron? And it's like, they're really trying to force this, Ugh. which but is the, weakening yeah. Ron's point. No, but the that. thing is, they already had started getting feelings for each other in the previous year. Then you don't need everybody you know to be telling you like, hey, let's go. Like, unless that is your, unless that's your story. But like. But that doesn't seem to be Ron's story until it very suddenly it's is. Like, it's like, it's very like, okay, yeah, I'm just a crazy person who just watches the entire series. But yeah, again, <laughs> Kim with the motion chip started trying to date Ron and Ron broke up with her. So, of course, what is she thinking? That- but like, it's not True. enough of a reason. I mean, I and- I think the only, the one thing that like like really blew me out when it came to other people's reactions was like, how her mom looked like you just killed her dog <laughs> when she went on her date. Her mom, like, played by Jean Smart. Yes. And her yes. father, played by Gary Cole. The cast of this movie is incredible. But, like, the way you were supposed to, like, look at her mom and see her destroyed that she was not going to prom with Ron was, like, it was a little, it was a little funny to me. Because, like, my my mom would not, I mean, like, this, you're 17, you know, like, couple years down the road the the chances of you still being with this person are not high so according yeah. to the craters they got married and had well, kids. Oh, well no. in, in, in <laughs> disney channel series you marry the person you were best friends with as a child that's that's i guess how it happens but i don't know but then I, five I, years later there's a divorce and then shego comes along and it's fine yeah that movie. Watch that movie. 
Wait, y'all, you guys didn't watch season four. You don't know what happens with Shigo. I don't oh, remember no. season four. I'm sure she and Kim it. get together. So they make her straight. Yes, they make her straight. She's with Draken at the end. That's right. Okay, oh. that no, was no, no, the, no, no, no. So five years dirty. down the line, five years down the line, she leaves Draken. Kim leaves Ron, and they run away together. Yeah. Great. Right. Like, Draken yes. and Ron die in a freak accident and they find each other. That was orchestrated by Shigo and Kim <laughs> And in their mourning, they come together. <laughs> when you say mourning, I envision the um, the Agatha wink. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, can, can, like, we. Do it possible just like Shigo becomes a third with Kim and Ron? Yeah, come on. Give me something. Oh, I, I would love to I would love you to be a fly on the wall trying to watch Shigo and Ron in that scenario. Okay. I I really like them. I like that. I liked the way they were portrayed, especially in season four. Because there were a lot of things like it's a cartoon, but still like it made sense, at least like, like relationship wise. I mean it's good at least that like you know, uh, context aside and everything, we are shown like ha- uh, healthy teenage relationships on yeah. TV and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, just within the context of this movie, it's like I wish there had been more time. You know, for definitely. For it's only long, for long. Minutes. Yeah, it's a really short movie. So I, I feel like if there had been more time and context and stuff, uh, it might have been. It might have not felt like a speed bump. That's all. Yeah. That's pretty much all it was. Like, it doesn't bother me to the point where, like, I hate this and I can't watch it, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, that's weird. That was a strange transition. But, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm still enjoying this movie. <laughs> I cannot see that. I don't think I can, like, constructively see this mm. with my nostalgia glasses on. <laughs> I don't know if I can because after, like, watching the whole series, I'm just like, can possible. Yes. Like, the beep was my ringtone ever since I had a cell phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then all the people would be like, oh, you like Kim Possible? And then I would make new friends because I like Kim Possible. I, I love I love hearing Kim Possible and, like, Power Rangers. Like, those are the two beeps at the time that, like, oh, everyone yeah. had on their phones. And so it always brought me joy to hear, like, the Kim Possible beep. But I also loved, you know, it, with, with that in mind, like, I loved watching this movie and, like, seeing this, like, old tech from very recently. <laughs> <laughs> like Ron picks up the beeper and it says Kim nine one one and yeah like oh I remember when you could like write things in beepers and like how it took ten minutes to do that and my mom would just like type home when she wanted me to come home on my beeper. <laughs> okay, so there's like a big part of this where okay, so there's a major fight at the end. Mm-hmm. Kim has a cool new suit and at the end, Kim is like oh, you know what I hate? And she goes like, oh, your boyfriend melting? And Kim goes, no, you. And she kicks Shigo into like this power coil that collapsed. And all the test audiences thought that Shigo died. That Kim <laughs> straight up murdered her. Oh my That is her God. girlfriend. I would say, yeah, that's that's her future wife, whatever. Sometimes you kill or attempt to kill your future spouse. That's going to say, that's, that's part of that's the romance. Real. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> ours, you and her enemies to lovers. Yeah. I won't I will okay. bring it up. It's Here okay. we are. Do you know, do you know how childhood friends, do you know how childhood friends can, to lovers can be improved? You put an enemies in the middle of that. 
childhood enemies to lovers? Childhood friends to maybe even childhood friends to childhood enemies, but childhood (laughs) friends to enemies to allies to lovers. Then that would be Bonnie and Kim. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so maybe maybe Bonnie and Kim. Okay. Maybe Kim secretly knew a little girl who was slightly older than her named Chico as a child. I was going to say, we can write this backstory. It's not hard. <laughs> Let's make it work. Okay, so they added the scene where you see Draken and Chico in the like van at the end mm-hmm. to make sure people knew that Kim Possible did not murder someone. She's going to murder a woman on the screen. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. It I was- will say... As somebody who had not seen Kim Possible prior to this, it is a testament to the writers that I did not feel lost and they actually explained who everyone was and what the deal was easily enough mm-hmm. to understand. Because not every, like you said, Candace was supposed to be a season, series finale. Not every series finale would do that, but they did. And I appreciate it. Yeah. And again, it's yeah. for kids too. Like it's for, for like five and up too, plus teenagers. So like mm-hmm. kids shows, I, especially always like repeat the names, repeat who everyone is. But I'm know? thinking of like, like when the first Pokemon movie came out and like, if you weren't watching Pokemon, like good luck. Like, <laughs> good luck following that. But this wasn't, this wasn't the case here. So no, I remember really my cool. mom. Stand- oh, go ahead. Oh, I remember right. my mom trying to pay me off to go take my little sister to one of the Pokemon movies. And there was not a price she could reach that I would take. And I was a teenager desperate for money. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little tangent. But yeah. I li- I I just liked all the little reminders I was given. Like, I forgot that Kim's parents were, like, both, uh, like, doctors, inventors, that kind yeah. of thing. Her dad's an inventor. Her and dad's a rocket science, a- and her mom's a brain surgeon. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it was, like, cool to see them again. I really enjoyed how, like, you know, even though her mom was, like, strangely heartbroken to a degree that I don't understand, <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy their involvement in the movie. Like, her dad getting kidnapped and being damsel and stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I do like, like, Kim, like, she does have, like, a moment where she feels defeated. But she doesn't really, like, have, like, the damsel in distress kind of moment ever. Yeah, she's always the one saving other people, which I think, I think that's, like, why I liked Kim Possible so much. Because, like, she was never in trouble. And when she was in trouble, it was, like, a team effort. So, like, to, like, help her get out. And she was saving herself and stuff like that. That's what I remember about her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the first scene of the movie, when Kim pops out of the inflatable smiley, the Mulan theme is briefly heard. <laughs> that is so cool. That's cool. I didn't realize that. Okay, are you guys ready? Okay, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> there Here is we no, go. there is no critic score, but there is an audience score. Okay, prizes, rice, rules. Everyone guess. Okay, seventy-five um, percent. I'm gonna say seventy-nine percent. All that. I will be a little more enthusiastic and say 80%. Okay, you're all are over. It's 74. <laughs> wow. Wow. See, I enjoyed this film, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and some of the reviews. <laughs> Someone said it is the Citizen Kane of DCOM. Okay. Busy well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Did you write that, Candace? I might Candace have back in the that. day. Okay, but like Citizen Kane isn't very good. That's not a compliment. 
<laughs> oh, Nick C says, don't know where the F Disney is going this, but guys like Ron don't ever get the girl. Oh, oh, oh. oh no. Please. Whatever. It's ridiculous. I, mm. Mm. I'm just, just I have this that guy, I want to reassess my whole position. Right? Like, <laughs> like just out of spite. Jenna, though, says, great movie. I love the moral at the end. Give geeks a chance. The ending really touched my heart. Oh, Is Jenna the same as that guy who wrote the review before? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand why it... Okay, like, I don't necessarily... I support your support of Ron and, and Kim as a ship. Thank you. I appreciate yes. it. Because yes. she and- was technically like 10 years older than Kim. And Kim is a minor. <laughs> but on that on that note, like I feel like people are being in that sense too rude to Ron to assume that he did not already have the capability of dating Kim because he already dated her and said no because, you know, the weird stuff going on. But like I'm pretty sure he had other girlfriends. Just, yeah, like um he's not like an incel, he's just weird, you know? <laughs> yeah, like a lot of girls crushed on him. He did date another girl for a while and he got some hotties. Yeah, like this give geeks a chance thing. Rod has already had a bunch of chances, okay? <laughs> like Yeah. So uh it's, I just, yeah, it's oh sorry. I just it's because his she other girlfriends really, weren't there. She goes really ten years older? I think she's something this whole like time, that. I thought they were close to the same age. Now I just feel... Yeah, I thought she was like 18 or 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, I thought they were like... No, because like... Which makes that Draken twist really weird. <gasps> yeah, gotta be... Because Draken is the same age as Kim's, Kim's dad. dad. Yeah, they went to college together. together. That's right, yeah. So, I would... I forget. I fa- I think she's 28 at the beginning. I think that's what the creator said. What? At the beginning when Kim is like 14? Yeah. New ship, me time, she go. Yeah, I there mean, we go. Okay, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she has a college degree. We find out in the fourth season in childhood development. Oh wow! <laughs> so she has to at least like okay. have been able to graduate the college and then become a villain and be like a regular villain because she. Has I mean, all I don't know. Co- college might have made her a villain. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> she she saw her tuition bills. <laughs> yeah, for that real. was it. That's the end. That's what I would do. Yeah, so they say like mid twenties, like around there, and by by this point, she's like late twenties. Or well, there's always Bonnie. Very true. <laughs> Poor Candace for stressing her out. Okay, because she goes not an option. <laughs> Later on, it's she's fine. an option when Kim is like an adult. After, yeah, let Kim go to college, gain some perspective, and then Shego will be there waiting. Uh, Nick <laughs> says. If you watched any of the series, then you would have guessed how it ended roughly 12 seconds in. Nick, it's a Disney Channel original movie. Of mm-hmm. course we know what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. What did you expect? There is a boy and a girl in the same vicinity and they get along. Guess what's going to happen? Yeah. Draken's going to try to take over the world. Kim's going to stop him. Shocked. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shocked. Okay, someone else said, Kim Possible can proudly join Batman the Animated Series an example of excellence in its class. Sort of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for kids. The TV show is intelligent, amusing, despite being aimed at children, never childish. Mm-hmm. The film is no exception. And no, I did not write that. Oh, that's, a, that's a Candace review right there. <laughs> yeah. 
because I, I did rewatch Batman animated series a f- few years ago and it holds up too. Just like I feel like this holds up as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's quality. It really like this quality is, stays quality. Kim Possible and its movie are still things that I would like happily show my niece, my nieces. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect like, well, I should have expected Arzu to be, be like, oh, friends to lovers grow. I just don't. I just like. It's not even like friends to lovers. It's childhood friends to lovers that I don't like. Oh, right. I really friends like to every Demi time. out there is like, damn, Arzu. <laughs> no, because you can make friends after the age of five. It can be done. Can you? I, it, like, I need some like drama in my friends. Like they've been separated for 30 years and have never seen or interacted with each other. And now they have to awkwardly try to get along to save the world. And oops, they're falling in love. I would love that because that That's to me is not time. like we've been in our space, con- each other's space constantly for the last 16 years. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. I think that's not very interesting, but I'm not the only one calling the shots. But the Can't thing wait is, for like, the Ron, evil Ron, right? <laughs> Ron and Kim have other best friends. And no, I'm not counting Rufus as Ron's best friend. <laughs> but you should. Yes. Oh, we didn't even, we barely talked about Rufus. Rufus. Okay. <laughs> Do not look up a picture of a naked mole rat in real life because it will destroy the illusion of Rufus. <laughs> it is terrifying. I kind of want to say I think they're all cute. Okay. Yeah, little monsters. Little monsters, little hairless monsters. Yep, that's exactly what they are, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rufus always made me happy as a kid. Yeah, it was good to see. If, there's a, if any critique is to be had about this movie, it's that it needed a lot more Rufus. Oh, yeah. yes. It should have just been So the Rufus. Right? Or, so or, or like Rufus. a little Rufus mini movie ahead of it, like like Pixar does, you know? Oh, that would there be is really a really cute, cute episode where like Kim has to babysit Rufus. And he swallows a chip that, like, the scientist made. Another chip. It's always, like, a computer chip. Don't know what's up with the show. Um, and all the villains are trying to kidnap him while, like, Ron's in Paris with his bear. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so cute. Aww. Yeah, I need to rewatch the series for sure. It's so good. And when you get to the third season, you'll be like, oh, they were building this up. Mm-hmm. 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 Any other thoughts, feelings? I love that everybody knows she's a spy. I realize, or a secret agent, what, superhero. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just like that this isn't a secret, like from anybody. Yeah. And I don't know if that was like a whole series thing or if that happened somewhere along the way, but. Literally, she, she go and drag and know where she lives. Like, they know where her house is. <laughs> it's so funny. They know where she goes to high school. <laughs> it's great. And yet somehow they struggle. Yeah. Yes. Well, I feel like they're like evil, but they're not like evil. They have a code. They're really bad at it. Yeah, they're also yeah. bad at like what it is. Yeah. That's, like, that's what I love. Like, Shigo is super smart. She's just lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, like, in the Stitch in Time, like, it's about her actually taking charge. And, of course, she takes over the world. No problem. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's also funny to me how Kim is not the most popular person in school. So. Doing what she does when she's, like, on the news. I, I don't know if that's that. something that I, like, missed because I haven't watched the show in a really long time, but I just thought that was funny. I think – okay, so I've, like, I've read all the TV tropes and people were talking about this, too. It's, like, she might just be really weird. Like, how do you approach a girl who is, like, off – like, battling ninjas? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But her best friend is a dude who has a naked mole rat. Yeah, and she's always, she's not in school, I'm guessing, I know she does, like, she's a cheerleader and she does all this stuff, but how much time for socializing does she really have with all the traveling she does? That's a good point. I just feel like people would want to be like, hey, yeah, you're cool. You're friends with the girl who, you know, saves the world every day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it always, like, it, it always seemed, uh, I feel like Bonnie and her friends were the only people who actually cared to make fun of Kim, whereas, like, everyone else is kind of like, well, she's here. Like, <laughs> oh, Kim yeah, is here. Yeah. But, like, like, those were the people who were making fun of Kim, which were, like, her litter, her teammates. Like, Kim isn't isn't your standard, like, MC who is, like, bullied and, like, a nerd and and oh, you know oh, definitely not yeah like she's 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 she, so it's just those girls like causing all that pressure for her because i don't think it's necessarily that she's like popular but she's not disliked or anything you know oh, no definitely not yeah. disliked. but it's just funny to me that she's not like i guess the bonnie because i kind of feel like on the hierarchy bonnie's probably what a little more popular right quote maybe, unquote. Right? maybe i don't even know mm. i need to rewatch. yeah yeah i think it's just She's popular enough, like Ron says she's popular compared to him. It's just Bonnie being super difficult. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she's well-liked. She seems like a nice person and, like, you know, Bonnie's just a jerk. Yeah. Who has a secret crush on her. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. She's acting out. Exactly. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tori, where can people find you online? Well, you can find me, uh, my Twitter and my Instagram are at The Mandatorian. Uh, you can check out my shop, which is Creature Cartel, and that's at uh, Creature Cartel and Creature Cartel Shop on Twitter and Instagram, respectively. Um, and then you can also check me out on Octo Radio for The Mandatorian Creed. Awesome. And Katrina, other than your awesome new podcast on the <laughs> Geeky oh, Waffle, yeah. where can people find you? You can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for Oh Katrina. That's O H C A T R I N A. Do tune in to a Fight Club Far Far Away on the Kiki Waffle Network um, and check out my other podcasts, Ito uh, Banta Tambien, where we talk about pop culture from a Latinx point of view, and Padre Pascal, where we go through the long and wonderful filmography of actor Pedro Pascal. Yes, I can't w- wait to watch The Great Wall. I love that movie. So I'm like, I'm in. You can find us at the geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the geeky waffle everywhere else on social media, including Patreon, thegeekywaffle.com to see all our awesome new shows. My personal Twitter is Candace is a geek because it's true. Arzy, what's yours? Mine is Arzy, I mean, because I was 18 and unoriginal. (laughs) Well, we hope you all have a happily ever after until... I guess you fall in love with your best friend and that's super boring to everybody. Never going to be happy. It can be happy to you. <laughs>